Good morning. This is Friday, October 11, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Talks, but no quick accord on fiscal crisis. CIA noted its suspicions over Snowden, and Ryan is again at the forefront for the GOP. In today's national news, California is a proving ground for health law. State killed indictment of sheriff with ties to Christie. And ex-mayor of Detroit gets 28-year term in corruption case. In today's business headlines, the Dow surged 323 points yesterday. Fed firing suit revives Goldman conflict issue. Stocks rally, talks stall, then skepticism returns. Volkswagen plant opens door to union and dispute. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled, Talks But No Quick Accord on Fiscal Crisis. President Obama and House Republicans failed to reach agreement on a six-week extension of the nation's borrowing authority during a meeting Thursday at the White House. But both sides agreed to keep talking, and the offer from politically besieged Republicans was seen as an initial step toward ending the standoff. In separate statements afterward that struck the most positive tone in weeks of acrimony, House Republicans described their hour-and-a-half meeting with Obama as a useful and productive conversation, while the White House described a good meeting, though no specific determination was made about the Republicans' offer. Both agreed to continue talks through the night. People familiar with the meeting said Obama pressed Republicans to open the government while Republicans raised the possibility that financing could be restored by early next week if terms for broad budget negotiations could be reached. Twenty Republicans, led by House Speaker John Boehner, went to the White House at Obama's invitation after a day of fine-tuning their proposal to increase the Treasury Department's authority to borrow money to pay existing obligations through November 22nd. The government's expected to reach its borrowing limit next week. In exchange, they sought the president's commitment to negotiate a deal for long-term deficit reduction in a tax overhaul. The president didn't say yes, didn't say no, said Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin, a Republican and chairman of the House Budget Committee. We agreed to continue talking and continue negotiating. Still, the offer represented a potentially significant breakthrough. Even if Republicans' immediate proposal was one that Democrats in the administration and Congress found fault with, for example, it would prevent the Treasury Secretary from engaging in accounting maneuvers to stave off potential default for a time. It was seen as an opening gambit in the legislative dance towards some resolution before the government's expected to breach its limit next Thursday. Even before the meeting, the White House and its Democratic allies in Congress were all but declaring victory at the evidence that Republicans suffering the most in public polls and pressured by business allies and donors not to provoke a government default, were seeking a way out of the impasse. After some fretful weeks, they believe, Obama was seeing some payoff for his big gamble this year. The good news is that Republicans have accepted the principle that they're not going to attach conditions to the debt ceiling, said Representative Chris Van Hollen of Maryland, the senior Democrat on the House Budget Committee. The bad news is, They've only extended the debt ceiling for six weeks, which will continue to generate huge amounts of destructive uncertainty in the economy. And, of course, they also continue to keep the government shut down. 